You are Locked On Bama, hey your daily podcast on the on Alabama Bama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm actually excited to see us play again. Uh, I think this Saturday we find out. I mean, you, you don't. no one should jump to the conclusion. If we play great, no one should say, we're back on track at the national championship in 2021. Uh, nothing like that. Let's take it one game at a time. But what I'm anxious to find out Saturday, Luke, is I think the team attitude in terms of how we play is uh, is big. If we just mail this in and and question the effort, then this season this team is done. But but I don't think that's going to happen at all. I, I think we're going to be flying around, playing hard playing well, I think Mississippi State's going to see Alabama's best performance in 2021. I, I really believe that. Lord have mercy. I hope you're right, but uh, I'm not so sold. I, I'm just, I, I'm at the point where I just have to see it to believe it. I mean, that's all. I, they just got to show it to me. And, um, you know, if you really are, as you, you and I say all the time, you play your best game a couple times a year, your worst game a couple times a year, and everything in between is what you are, I'm really hoping we hadn't played our best game yet. Yeah, but we have played well. I mean, now what we haven't done, and Nick will be the first to tell you this, what we haven't done is play really well for 60 minutes. We have not done that. But we have played stretches, long stretches, where we look like we may be the best team in football. Let's not forget that. There have been stretches where we look like the Nick Saban dynasty. We have just yet to do that for 60 full minutes. Very, very true. Um, and eventually we need to do it so everybody can get off the ledge, I think. <laughs> I think that would be uh, something very fair. Let's talk about, before we get into any more Bama stuff and, and some Mississippi State stuff, man, this isn't Alabama necessarily, but LSU, their best players are dropping like flies. I don't think I've ever seen a team have their best players uh, fall out like this. Alabama's dealt with some injuries in the past, but they lose Miles Brennan, before the season even starts. Uh, John Emery, who is their best running back, is academically ineligible. Then they lose Derek Stingley, and apparently for the year. They're going to lose Keyshawn Butte for the year. And now um, Eli Ricks is gone for the year. I, honest to God, I don't know how in the world LSU is going to win another game. Yeah, they play one shit game, uh, maybe against Monroe or somebody like that. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to win that one. But I think that would just be their fourth win. That they might finish four and eight. And two things. Number one, uh, I didn't like the Ed Orgeron hire to begin with. I thought it would end in disaster, and I was correct. Now, what I didn't see coming was a national championship in the meantime. And credit Ed. I mean, he was the captain of that ship somehow. And uh, I, I didn't like the hire. I didn't think it would work out. And, and I still don't think it would work out. And, and I think they would do themselves a favor by getting a different head coach. But I also say this. I'm uncomfortable with firing any coach that has lost the personnel he has lost. At some point, at some point fans have to change their expectations over what, or what they expect. I mean, I, I, I think – I mean, this is an exaggeration, but this is how I see people sometimes. It's like, okay, uh, who was preseason number one? I guess it was Alabama. Imagine that. So Alabama's preseason number one, and uh, a week before the season, 
All 85 players say, you know what? We like the soft serve ice cream machine over at Wake Forest. We're all going to Wake Forest. So they all get in three buses, and they go to North Carolina because they're going to play for Wake Forest. And in two weeks, Alabama cobbles together this team of students willing to, to play and practice. And it's just students that they took out of Bidgood and Shelby Hall and the Criminal Justice Building. And, uh, and, and when, when they lost 77 to nothing to Miami, the fans would say, this is bullshit. We're number one in the preseason poll. What the hell? What the hell? I mean, <laughs> at some point, when you lose your best players and your starters, what do y'all think's going to happen? It's not the same team. It's not the same guy. So I'm uncomfortable with firing the coach or blaming it all on Ed when they've had this spate of injuries, which is just nuts. They, they have less than 60 players available this weekend because of That's injuries. Because there's, there's a lot of other injuries. It's not just those guys. 60 players. That's what the FCS teams have. And so, they, yeah, is Orgeron a good enough head coach for LSU? My answer is no. No, he's not. He, he, he wasn't to begin with. But is this really fair to Ed now? I don't know. I mean, geez. You are going out the window a long time ago, though, Jimmy. But, but it, and look, I hear you, and I think in theory it's correct. And if Ed Orgeron were living paycheck to paycheck or every other paycheck to every other paycheck or whatever, I would, I would sympathize. He's going to get um, a Gus Malzahn $20 million package if he's let go. And I mean, assuming they don't find some title line, something to, to get around that, and even then they'll probably settle for some amount. Ed Orgeron has more money then he knows what to do with. Actually, I take that back. He has enough money to know exactly what he wants to do with, which is spend it on blondes and beer. But you know what? Uh, That's okay. I mean, I guess if that's what he wants to do. But my point is, I don't feel sorry for him in the grand scheme, in the micro sense I do, in the uh, because he, um, you know, this is a job he loves. and, And I think he's a colorful character that adds to the SEC. I also think he's, uh, damn near a surefire win with the glaring exception of Joe Brady, Joe Burrow type years. So uh, right. J- Jamar Chase type years, which won't be happening anymore. So uh, I think LSU would about, be the smart thing to get rid how of. How about this scenario? How about this scenario? And I heard it today from an insider, uh, a, a guy that knows LSU insiders. Uh, this, this would be fun, and it does have a direct effect on Alabama. What about this? Uh, Orgeron's fired – LSU's new head coach, Billy Napier, new head coach yeah. of Louisiana Lafayette, new head coach at Louisiana Lafayette, Pete Golding. Uh, How about that? I think Alabama fans would be so happy for Pete on a lot of levels. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jimmy, no, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Speaking of sweating and people who need to be sweating. You need sweat block. Ed Orsrod needs sweat block. It's doctor created, doctor recommended, works up to seven days per use, even on somebody like Ed Orsrod. Dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters. Bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, over 13,000 reviews, currently number one in Amazon 
uh, on the Anna Purse Print category. It's manufactured in the USA. It's your little secret. You don't have to worry about it. Again, you apply it once per week. Stops the sweating. That's a huge deal. If you want to go on that first date or if you've got a huge game coming up uh, against Florida or Ole Miss, you want to use Sweat Block. These things are awesome. Sweat Block is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime. Go to bed. The next morning, you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat. It's guaranteed. Sweat Block. Go to sweatblock.com. Use promo code Locked On. You'll get 20% off that order. Or you can order it from Amazon or CVS, but you don't get that discount unless you go to sweatblock.com. Use promo code Locked On. Jimmy, I don't know. I don't think we've talked about this. Traquan Fagans, who is from Thompson, uh, defensive back, really good player, was originally at Oxford, uh, transferred to Thompson, just like it, it appears every good player in the state of Alabama does now. Um, he has decommitted from Miami, which, I mean, is no surprise considering how bad Miami's looked here of late. Um, is Alabama trying to get back in here? It seems like that's a foregone conclusion. I don't think trying to get back in. You know, sometimes we make it, super complex where you know that 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 there's a complex machinery of multiple moving parts but what if and i'm not telling you all this is true but i'm just saying how plausible is this what if we've seen fagans on the oxford tape we're very interested we tell him that we're evaluating you and we like you and we talk to him all the time and we recruit him like we want him and then he's ready to commit, and we're not ready. We're not ready when he's ready to commit. He's like, I made up my mind. It's Alabama. I'm coming. And we're like, well, well we're still in on Denver Harris. We're still in on on, uh, on Earl Little. We're still in on Dominic Jackson. Uh, this is what we would like to see, Traquan. What we want to see is some senior tape. You're playing at the best program in the state. The, the tape will be great. You're playing against great competition every week now. You're going up in practice against future college players. Uh, we want to see some senior tape. And Fagans was like, these guys are jacking me around. I'm just going to go where I'm wanted and commits to Miami, right? And Alabama does what they always said they were going to do. They keep watching the tape. They keep talking to Mark Freeman. They keep talking to the teams that Fagans plays against. And then they watch some tape, and they're finally like, you know what? Fagans is good. Fagans is good. This senior tape is great. Call him back and say, you know, we told you we were still evaluating you. We still were. And, yep, you win. You pass. <laughs> You're good enough. We want you, man. I mean, I, 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 think, I think that's very plausible. I'm not telling you all inside scoop. That's what happened. I'm just saying, isn't that plausible? And doesn't that kind of sound like how this works? So that, that's, that's more or less what I think has happened here. So I, I do think... Uh- Fagans is an Alabama lean uh, when he decommitted. I'm not telling you all, hey, any day now he's popping to Alabama. He may still be in the pecking order. We may have said, hey, we do. Like, we, we want you. We would take you. If we miss out on one of those three kids, we want you to commit to us. So keep an open mind. Maybe, maybe he's heard that. Or maybe that's the reality of the situation. Yeah, I would obviously like to keep that Thompson pipeline rolling. Um, they've got uh, Peter Woods and um, Tony Mitchell for next year, and I think that would be so cool just to you know keep bringing Thompson right. dudes in. They're they're the best. They got a huge game coming up with Hoover. I think it's in two weeks. Um, that's going to be something to behold. If I'm not doing the scoreboard show that night, you can bet your uh, patootie. I'm trying to clean up my language. Where's that game at? That um, 
Uh, well, I'm glad you asked, and I'm also very infuriated you asked because I was going to look it up before you could ask. Um, and so let's see. I'm just saying. Because now I look like I, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, I might have to make my way to that uh, one. Yes, ten twenty two, uh, Hoover home game against Thompson. Whoa! Night before Tennessee. Yeah, at Hoover. Yeah, though. Pretty I big deal, man. Yep. Huh. Um, they play at the Met, right? That's a bunch of seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, yeah, you can. Right. I mean, you, it's a great little thing for you. You do you you do you, hey. Jimmy. You do you. <laughs> um, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Rock Auto. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. You know the jingle. I sing it all the time. I sing it better than the dude who's singing it. But that's okay. That's me patting myself on the back. Rock Auto should pat itself on the back because it's got the best place to go to get your car parts online. Absolutely awesome. Least expensive. Not cheap. Least expensive. There's a difference there. Or if you want to call it cheap, go for it. I don't care. But I know Rock Auto is the best place to go to get your car parts at rock bottom prices fantastic customer service and a website that's super easy to navigate. That's crucial to me. I'm pushing 50. Jimmy cannot operate a jitterbug, but he can operate the website at rockauto.com. Go check it out. Be sure to put in the box about how you heard about them. You say locked on Bama. We would appreciate that. Rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Also betonline.ag. Big college football weekend coming up and betonline.ag wants to help you make that cash. Go to betonline.ag, use promo code locked on, get a 100% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag. And while you're waiting on the college football this weekend, you can play blackjack, you can play poker, you can play NFL on Thursday, you can play in game stuff, you can bet on reality TV. Whatever you want to bet on at betonline.ag, they'll have it for you. Use that promo code locked on, you'll get a 100% welcome bonus. Speaking of easy to navigate, this site is so much fun just to play around, and it's got so much going on. It's fantastic. BetOnline.ag. You will absolutely love this site. Use that promo code locked on, get a 100% welcome bonus, and then go win that money. All right, Jimmy, I want to talk about a few um, 2023 guys. Andrew Bone put up an article on Bama Insider. And um, here's his two, 2023 defensive ends most likely to join the Tide class. Um, number one is Peter Woods, who might be the best player in the 2023 class, period. Then there's Kelby Collins, who grew up uh, uh, an Alabama fan, according to Andrew Bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andrew Bone. I, I'm sure he does like Bones, it. but he is Bone. Um, <laughs> he's from Gardendale. He's very good. Yeah, he's got to. I think he just had a kid. Um, Jaden, that's Andrew Bone, not Kelby Collins. Uh, Jaden <laughs> Wayne from Washington State. Uh, very yep. good player, uh, like top 20 player in the country. And then there's Hunter Osborne out of – Hewitt Trustful. I don't know much about him. And then the one that's a little bit by everybody. He's been offered by everybody. His offer list is ridiculous. There are two that are very low for me. Uh, Tamarian Parker out of Central Phoenix City and LT Overton. Um, And this is what Bones says about Overton. He said there are some early indications Alabama was the front runner. But after a slew of summer fall visits, there are other schools that seem ahead of the Crimson Tide, including A&M in Georgia. He still mentions Alabama as one of his top schools, just need to get him back to Tuscaloosa before moving him up the list. I'm a little shocked. I thought Alabama was the leader. Uh, I, I think they certainly were at one point. I think there's some level of assumption out there that this is a slam dunk for Alabama because his dad used to work there. Um, that's probably overblown in terms of 
oh, okay, well, they lived in Tuscaloosa for a period of time, and Dad worked there. Dad's worked at a bunch of schools. As a matter of fact, Dad working there at Alabama may not be a good thing. What if he didn't like it at Alabama? What if, they, what if none of them did? I mean, that is possible. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that, that we'd have a lot of work to do on him. But I, I know this, that list of players that you just went over, dudes. That's a dude of Palooza right there. Those are all big-time kids, every one of them. And uh, I love LT, Overton, Overton, he goes by LT. I love him. He is big time, but so is so is every other kid on that list. Yeah, there are a lot of big time players on that list. Look, next year in the state of Alabama is absolutely loaded, as evidenced by Peter Woods and Kelby Collins, and then of course um, Osborne out of Hewitt Trustville. There are some in-state Tony Mitchell next year. Yeah, Tony Mitchell. Yeah, how about James Smith? Do we still count him as in-state? I've never figured out how to approach the IMG kids. As a matter of fact, I'll, I'll, I'll let y'all in on a secret. Hey, y'all promise not to uh, tell, uh, you know, the, the, third, the 30 people listen to the show. <laughs> Actually, hundreds of y'all listen to the show. It's crazy. So, so y'all be sure not to tell anybody. I, I was so curious about this. I literally called Alabama. I won't say who I called, but I called Alabama, and I'm like, hey, uh, curiosity has totally overwhelmed me. Uh, does ours coach that recruits Central Florida recruit all the IMG kids or do y'all recruit them based on where their hometowns are? I mean, in terms of like, James Smith, is our Montgomery coach recruiting him or is the coach that recruits Central Florida recruiting him? Because I was so like, how do we do that? How, how would anybody do it? I was so overwhelmed, I actually called, I hardly ever called, but I called, I asked, and I don't think the answer should surprise us. The answer is yes. Somebody we really want Maybe. to be recruited by. If it's somebody we really want, uh, it's, it's like a two-man team. I mean, the, the, the primary thing is the coach that recruits that area because he's in Orlando all the time. He recruits the kid. But if we find somebody that we like, we obviously, you know, learn about the family. And then, you know, if – the kid is in Central Florida. Maybe that coach is going to go by and see him. If the parents are in Montgomery, then then whoever recruits Montgomery is going to be talking to the parents. So the answer is really yes. Interesting. Uh, all of it. But that, that is a question born. That is a question born of the mind of Jimmy Stein. There are very few people who would think to ask that question. I'll give you props for that. <laughs> well, what got me? A kid. Jimmy, this was several years ago, there was a kid from my hometown that was down there, and I'm like. Hey, y'all need to know about this guy. Y'all need to know that he's literally, he's not from there. He's from here. Shouldn't we be talking to his people here? You know, so that's literally what led me to it. But so it, it was many years ago. But, uh, you know, I'm GS. So James Smith from Montgomery. I mean, is he, is he in state? I don't know. He plays high school football in Florida. But he lives in Montgomery. I don't know. We need to recruit there. him with everybody. He, he's awesome. <laughs> Nick Saban um, needs to recruit him. Jimmy, uh, before we go, want to shout out to Cindy Matthews uh, at Yaya Cindy 2015. Um, she tweeted at us and said, hey, I'm the person that listens to you guys first thing in the morning, crying, laughing emoji, and probably your oldest listener. Love your podcast. I signed up for Twitter just to tell you this. I guess I need to get a life. I was at the A&M game. It was insane. First of all, Cindy, you are a certified badass from here on out. And if I knew where to send you flowers, I would have Jimmy send you some. Um, 
But uh, did she mean that, that's great? She mean the oldest listener, like she listened to us from day one, going back to talk in Tuscaloosa, or did she mean a, that she is literally our oldest listener checking in at somewhere around the century mark? That's also an interesting question. I'm not going to ask her that. I, and I do know she just signed up for Twitter because I looked at her profile. There isn't, there's not even like the old Twitter egg there anymore. And um, she, we need her. I'm going to start following her though. I got a bump. She up could, hey, if she has no followers, she could be one of those Russian bots. She could, but you know what? I'm for Russian bots listening to Locked On Bama. If Russian bots listen to us, I think that the world would be a better place. There'd be Doss less hacking and more clapping for Alabama. <laughs> Doss Vidania fans. <laughs> Jimmy likes vodka. <laughs> I mean, it's a natural. Um, I'll drink that stuff right let's out see, of the There was potato. one other. The, uh, Mom in Bama also said, another excellent podcast from Locked on Bama with L.S. Robinson 21 in QB Country. And y'all couldn't be more right. Signed dreamy, dreamily of Darren, Deron Payne's excellent football skills, meaning we miss Deron Payne. We all miss Deron Payne. There's no question about it. Oh, God. Especially so. this team. Can you imagine? Somebody asked, oh, how about God. this good question? Somebody said, what player do we miss the most from last season? Like, what, what player season. did we lose that we miss the most? And I did, my answer is not Christian Barmore, but I considered it just simply because – I mean, a lot of people say, oh, Mac Jones. Well, Bryce is good. No. Bryce is one of the best Bryce has been, in the country. He's not as Bryce good as is actually Mac. His stats are better. Yeah, but, I mean, I, right. my, my point being, he, he's not Mac, but he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. We don't miss Mac. We, we, we still have an asset, a quarterback. And, and, and maybe it's Najee, but Brian's good. He's not Najee. But Brian's the third leading rusher in the whole conference. He, he's good. My answer was Landon Dickerson. And, and it was leader as much as I'm like, man, could you imagine if we just had not only a badass on the interior offensive line, but also the unquestioned leader of the team and the leader of the offense? I'm like, so that's why my answer was Landon. But I, I, I said that point because based on that Twitter comment, boy, we could really use a Toronto though. We really could. We're missing one of those. We just don't have one of those. My answer would might be Patrick Sertan, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, or it could be Devontae Smith because if we had just a receiver that we could trust all the time, that may make some things a lot different. But, Jimmy, that's going to wrap it up for this and Mechie. It'd make It'd make Jameson and Mechie even better. Jameson and Mechie oh, would be real weapons if we had a, a Devontae. If Jameson yep. was number two and Mechie was number three we would once again maybe have the best receiver core in the country. That's a fine question about it. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for this podcast. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow with our prediction podcast. Until then, roll tide. Roll tide.